friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This, this is Stronger, Stronger Together, Closer to God. Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon. And today's message is all about this simple question. Can the Bible help you with your relationship? It could be your marriage. It could be your dating, your courting. It could be issues with your family, friends, loved ones, anything that's related to relationships. Does the Bible have the answer to the problem that you're encountering with? And I would say that the answer is yes. I believe that the Bible is a gift from God that continues directing and guiding us to the question that comes across our path. And while it does not have the answer to every question, there is nothing new under the sun. And what I mean by that is that everything that we see, touch, taste, hear, or smell it still has the same functions, patterns, procedures, and processes that it can be filled by the word of God. See, we get a lot of questions here at Stronger to Get a Closer to God on ways to help someone's relationship. And I have a feeling that's why a lot of people come to us. They want a solution to their problem. But when they want that solution, they want something that could be quickly something done like a microwave version that could be done, implemented and is solved. And see, you cannot put a bandaid to a problem just by fixing it real quick and then letting it go. See, if you want to really want your relationship to build, if you really want that relationship to grow, you're going to have to put the work, the commitment, the persistence and the dedication into it. And a band-aid won't solve a problem when there's an issue that is deeper than it is. Let me just give you a quick example. And I've, I've been working around my house from time to time. And one of the issues that my wife and I have had is our basement flooding. Unfortunately, we have had several instances when our basement flooded. And it came all down to because of the fact that the builders who built this place did not do a great job of using the right equipment and the tools to effectively use that sump pump the way it's supposed to be. And so I had a choice. I could have put a bandaid to the situation, kind of just brush it off and not let it go. But when your basement floods more than once, that's something that needs to be rectified. And I could have hired somebody professionally who could have done that. But they were charging out of the wazoo, as many of you are probably have seen and witnessed for yourself, of the cost to put in a sub pump to effectively do what needs to be done. So I had to tap into my spirit with the Heavenly Father and my experience with my uh, lead to um, peace and blessings to my great, um, wonderful, my grandfather, Robert Lee Bright who was a construction worker in Cincinnati and started his own construction company. And although I dreaded going on Saturdays with him and sweeping and doing certain things around different places, I did learn a lot of tools and tricks that helped me today when it comes to taking care of my house. Now, of course I had my YouTube and I have my workbook on how to take care and maintain your home. And I utilized that. But with all three things, I was able to not only find a better, more decent sub pump that can do a better job than the one we had and was consistently running. 
But also, once I got that problem fixed, I had to fix the pipe. And then once I fixed the pipe, I had to figure out some other things to that. Did I get splashed from time to time? Absolutely. Did the pipe always stay and pumped up? Not all the time. But I continuously worked. I continuously committed to the task. I was persistent in the task. And I dedicated myself until the sub pump finally was fixed. And even though I fixed that problem, it led to another problem that I had to resolve. That's what I'm talking about. The bandaid approach, just because you fix one thing doesn't mean you got to the root issue of everything. And another issue that came up was that what do you do with the water once it goes outside? Because unfortunately, the place that I live, the home builders did not do a great job of creating a funnel system in which the water can pump out and go to the sewage or go out into the street that can lead down to the sewage drainage. And so as a result, I had to put in pipes outside of my house because if I left that water there, that impacts my foundation and it impacts my neighbor's foundation. Now I got an issue with my neighbor then. And so I had to put those pipes in and get it to where it would go down to the street and then, of course, I had to make sure it's covered up because I didn't want to get in trouble with the HOA police, if you know what I'm saying. I say all of that just to say that just because people want a quick fix, sometimes there are several steps and several methods and paths that one needs to take in order to resolve it. And see, the word of God gives us some wisdom and guidance and perspectives to consider because sometimes we may not take into consideration all the things that we are doing or not doing that is not helping to build the relationship. And so, like I said before, the Bible is a gift from God and it contains directions and answers to questions that come across our path. And so I want to give you five things you must do to maximize the use of the Bible for your relationship. And since the Bible is a gift, I'm going to use the word gifts, G-I-F-T-S, as the acronym for your things that you must do to maximize the use of the Bible for your relationship. So the G is going to represent Google it. I know you're saying, what in the world are you talking about when you mean Google it? That's not the Bible. But thanks to our Heavenly Father, who's been planting seeds and many, many, many people, we can go to Google and put in a search. And there are people who have done the right thing of researching this information and giving us scriptures and directions that we can look towards to. So, for example, if you put in anxiety and you put in what does the Bible say about anxiety? and hit enter on Google, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get results that can help you to find scriptures, maybe a blog post, maybe a YouTube video from a minister or a leader that can encourage you and strengthen you on how to overcome that situation. And when I do those Google searches, I like to use version. That's the same Bible app that we millions of us have on our phones. Um, I also like to use openbible.info and Bible study tools. Those are great websites that I can go to and see the scriptures, maybe get a little more definition or clarity. And it also associates itself to other scriptures or even other words to kind of consider when I'm doing my research. So when in doubt, Google it. You'll probably find out that you'll find some 
we search that can help you out as well. Now, if you are a desktop laptop person, you can also download you version on your desktop and laptop. I like to use eSword. Uh, that's a great program that's free that you can download and you can do a search engine through that with some of the scriptures um, that are available. And then, of course, if you have a couple coins, Logos is a great website that you can go to. You can use it online or you can download it on your desktop so you can Google it. But you also can gain insight. That's the I in gifts, insights. And the best three books of the chat of the Bible that you can look up at is Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. Why? Because after a man of God's own heart, King David, and the wisest man ever known in the Bible in history is King Solomon. And what they have written has given us gifts and I uh, guidance and understanding you know how to make it through this world called life psalms is really good because you can go through king david's emotional uh, state as he was getting through these challenges that was coming in his life it's almost like a journal uh, uh, reading king david's journal and seeing from his perspective how he handled those situations and how he tapped into god that nevertheless, what the circumstances were, he was truthful of how he was thinking about the situation. He also was able to reveal that no matter what, God's got me. He is on my side. And then, of course, the wisest man that's ever known, King Solomon, he gives us Proverbs and Ecclesiastes to help us to give us wisdom on life things that happens to us and how to overcome those challenges. Trust me, there have been times when I've been trying to figure out how to be a better communicator with my wife. I go to Proverbs and I find wisdom in there that gives me understanding for that. Then the F is feelings. Your feelings are the gateway that leads you to the root cause of the situation. And now today with a lot of Bibles, you can go into the back of your Bible. It's called the index. We used to use it back in school. And you can look up those feelings and kind of see what's associated with it. So if I look at my Bible right now, I can go in the back of my Bible, find this uh, information about sadness or sad and find scriptures that can help me to read those and figure out what to do in my situation of sadness. And sometimes certain Bibles might put it in the middle. Like my Bible after Psalms, it has a little page that tells me when you feel sad, read Psalms this, or you feel angry, read Proverbs that. I have a resource that helps me out with that. A concordance is a great uh, resource to have as well that you can use to help you out. And I love Walmart. I'm not promoting Walmart. But I love Walmart because I go there from time to time and I'll find little books that have everything, everyday scriptures to help you with certain types of emotions. And I'll take that book and I'll open it up and I'll focus on an area that I know I'm feeling at that moment. And there are scriptures that are aligned to it that can help me to see what to do to overcome those circumstances. Then you want to read about the tests and the testimonies in the Bible. Anything that says Jesus says, God says, you can lock that in stone because that is something that you know that came from the worth of our heavenly father or his son, Jesus Christ. 
And then, of course, the 12 disciples, the prophets and people after God's own heart. You can learn from their actions. You can learn from their words and you can learn from the circumstances that help you to overcome and achieve the challenges that you have encountered from time to time. For instance, my wife and I read about Priscilla and Aquila. And when we were reading about Priscilla and Aquila, we learned from Priscilla and Aquila the importance of using our marriage to help others through the challenges that they might be going through in their own marriages. Individuals who are widowed or divorced or how they um, move forward into a new relationship, even singles, how to make sure that they choose the right mate so that they won't have to deal with all the obstacles and the challenges that they might encounter from time to time. We let our light shine so others can see the great works. And we wouldn't have done that if we did not take the time to read the Bible. Then last but not least is the stories. Just like reading a good book, stories can tell us about a character and their actions. And the Bible can reveal how they did or did not overcome the challenges or the lessons that was faced before them. For instance, Job is a great example of a of a book in the Bible that if you don't know how to overcome the obstacles of life, read Job. Job is a good example of letting you see from the perspective of Job when uh, circumstances and instances impacts him, how that impact him emotionally, how they impact his friends. And sometimes being surround friends, you got to make sure you're right around the right people, because sometimes their advice is not the best advice, as God later tells them and, um, and gets on them about that. But it also helps us to see why we have to put Jesus in the center, why we have to put God in the center of all things that we're going through. So in conclusion, I gave you five things you must do to maximize the use of the Bible for your relationship. It's called gifts. You got to Google it. You got to get insight. That means look into Psalms, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. You got to get into your feelings. What are the, your feeling at that moment and see what the Bible says in relations to those feelings. Then read the tests and the testimonies. See what Jesus, our Heavenly Father, the 12 disciples, the prophets and people after God's own heart. What did they say and what did their actions show that can reveal on how to resolve that circumstance or the situation you're encountering in your relationship. And then last but not least, read the stories. Learn from the examples of people in the Bible so that you won't make the same mistakes. This concludes our message for today. I hope this message was blessing to you. Make sure that you continue to check with us every week. We give these Motivational Mondays messages to you through our podcast. And you can check out all of our previous messages that can help build your relationships. We are stronger together, closer to God. We're building one relationship at a time and getting us connected to the Holy Word so that we can get connected to the Lord and be able to apply what he has taught us. In addition to that, make sure to join us today. We have Bible study and we also have the opportunity where we got think about it days. And for the summer, we're going to start our summer love challenge. So every Thursday, we're going to toss out a summer love challenge for the week for everybody. And we want you to just post it, post it right here on our Facebook channel. If you need to email it to us, you can do that at S2C2Gpodcast at gmail.com. We want to see how you are showing love, not only to yourself, but showing love to us. 
others as we promote the Summer Love Challenge. Last but not least, connect with us with our workshops. We got an exciting workshop we're going to be announcing. I hope you can join us and connect with us as we can give you wisdom and guidance to help you in your relationship with Christ as well as in your relationship with your significant other or that potential mate or spouse. Take care. God bless you. Peace and blessings to all of you.